In June 2021, in Greece, a man called the police asking for help because intruders had attacked and robbed him and his wife in their house. Unfortunately, those responsible took the life of his wife and the family's small dog and left a crime scene similar to something out of a horror movie. The investigations took place over the following weeks and an unexpected twist changed the entire case. Today's case will talk about the mysterious death of Caroline Crouch. Caroline Crouch was born on July 12th, 2001 in the United Kingdom. She was the daughter of David and Susan. Caroline moved with her family to Greece when she was eight years old. She was a very beautiful young woman. She loved sports and was an excellent kickboxing fighter. She had attained her black belt and had won several competitions as a teenager. When she was 17, Caroline met Barbis Anagnostopoulos, a helicopter pilot. He was 30 years old at the time, 13 years older than Caroline. In September 2018, they began dating. It didn't take long for the couple to make their relationship official, and they married in Portugal in 2019. Caroline planned the whole ceremony and was excited about the preparations. After the wedding, the couple returned to Greece where they had purchased a house in Glica Nera, a suburb in the northeast of Athens. A few months after the wedding, Caroline discovered she was pregnant. They were both very excited by this news, but Caroline miscarried in the first months of the pregnancy. The loss had a traumatic impact on Caroline and she began to exhibit signs of psychological disorder. She was depressed and became much more rude and aggressive. But soon after, Caroline became pregnant again, and this time, to the couple's joy, there were no complications. And on June 3rd, 2020, their daughter Lydia was born. Everything seemed perfect. Caroline and Barbies were a beautiful couple. They had a comfortable house, a healthy daughter, and a little dog called Roxy. On May 11th, 2021, at around 6.15am, Barbis called the police to report that there had been a robbery at his home and that he needed urgent help. When they arrived, they first found Roxy, lifeless on the stairs, hanging by her collar. A window was broken and everything was disorganised. On the second floor, they found Caroline lying face down on the bed next to baby Lydia. Barbies was sitting on the floor on the other side of the bed. He was weeping. They soon confirmed that baby Lydia was fine and Barbies too. But Caroline was dead. Immediately, the questions began. He explained that three intruders had entered the house through the window. They wore masks and brandished weapons. They dragged him out of bed and tied him up. They tied Caroline to the bed and started asking where the money was in the house. Barbies said that they had about 10,000 euros hidden in a Monopoly game box. They intended to use the money for some house renovations which they had been planning. Somehow these men knew about the existence of the cash. He handed over the money, but it seemed that for the criminals it was not enough. They wanted more and the couple said there was nothing left in the house. One of them then threatened the baby with a gun. 
Caroline became hysterical and started screaming. One of the men grabbed her by the throat and told her to stop. He continued suffocating Caroline. Seconds later, she slumped down dead onto the bed. The men then stole the house jewellery and before fleeing, killed the dog Roxy. When Barbis was sure that the men were gone, he managed to untie himself and call the police. In the days that followed, Barbis was bereft. He gave interviews asking for justice for his wife, who he said was the love of his life. The police continued to investigate, and a reward of €300,000 was offered for any information that could lead to the capture of the perpetrators of this violent crime. A Georgian man was arrested on suspicion of being involved, but after a detailed investigation, no evidence linking him to the crime was found and he was released. A little more than a month after Caroline's death, on June 17th, the family decided to pay a posthumous tribute to the girl in a public ceremony. Barbis, still shaken, was with his daughter. Photographs of Lydia sitting on his lap and then hugging her mother were widely circulated. During the ceremony, Barbis was asked by the police to accompany them to the station to identify a suspect who had been detained. Arriving at the police station, it became clear that Barbis himself was the suspect and they began to interrogate him. Investigators had unearthed several clues that the robbery was faked and the entire crime scene was his invention. The first clue was a diary that Caroline had kept during her pregnancy and shortly after her daughter's birth. In it, she described the couple's life which included details about fights and episodes of violence that she suffered. December 2019. I fought with Barbie again. This time it was serious. I hit him. I cursed at him and he broke down the door. All I wanted was for him to ask how I am when I woke up. I woke up so weak and tired. I am thinking of leaving. I am thinking of going to my sister. I don't know if I can keep going with Barbie. I love him so much that I can't leave him even though this relationship hurts me. July 2020. Today my little one is a month old. It's also the day I told Barbie I want to leave. I feel awful. I told him that before I got pregnant, I was thinking about leaving him. But after I got pregnant, I stayed with him, so that my daughter wouldn't grow up without her parents. But it's not working, and I just want to leave. Caroline was not happy in the relationship, and this was later confirmed by some close friends during the investigation. A second clue was that Caroline's phone was used during the time when, according to her husband, the robbery was taking place. Third clue, at around 1.20am, the memory card from the home security cameras was removed. Fourth clue, in analysing Barbis's cell phone, they discovered that he was not stationary during the alleged robbery. The cell phone app that was paired to his smartwatch indicated that he was actually walking around the house the entire time. Fifth clue, checking the couple's finances, 
they found that there could have been no money hidden in the Monopoly box. Sixth clue. During an examination of Caroline's cell phone, they found that she also had an app that connected to her smartwatch, which indicated that she had no heartbeat hours before Barbis said the robbery occurred. At 3.58am, the application indicated that Caroline was in a deep sleep. At 4.05am, she had a sudden change in her heart rate, which suggested that she had been attacked at that time and that she had died at 4.11am. And the seventh clue was that on the day of the crime, Caroline tried to book a hotel room in the city for herself and Lydia. Barbis was interrogated for eight hours. He was shown the evidence and he eventually confessed that he had killed his wife. He said that after the loss of the first baby, Caroline started to have mood swings and became much more aggressive. She would physically attack him every time they had an argument. She received psychological treatment and they even attended couples therapy together, but nothing seemed to help. He said that they had a serious fight. When she said she was leaving with their daughter, he grew angry and suffocated her with a pillow. Not knowing what to do, he staged the robbery. He killed the family dog to make the story look more real. He claimed that he did all this just to not lose Lydia. She meant everything to him. Some sources suggest that Barbies was involved in drug trafficking and was using his helicopter to transport illicit material. The couple fought because Caroline did not agree with this practice. When Barbis was arrested, Lydia's custody provisionally fell to Caroline's parents. They announced that they would share custody with Lydia's paternal grandparents because although Barbis committed the crime, his parents were not to blame. According to Caroline's therapist, Helen Mylanopoulou, who testified at the case, Caroline was oppressed and controlled by Barbis. Helen said Caroline could no longer stand how manipulative he was. He controlled her 24 hours a day. He locked her in the house. She couldn't go anywhere without his permission. And when she had to go out, he always called the same taxi driver friend of his. Helen also said that Caroline believed her husband was cheating on her because in January, Caroline began to suspect that Barbies had resumed intimate relations with one of the women he knew before they married. She knew that there were at least two women from his work with whom he had previous relationships. As the evidence of the crime pointed to premeditation, a sentence of life imprisonment was requested. Barbies's lawyers asked that he be released on bail to await his trial in freedom but the judge did not allow it. If Barbis's lawyers were able to show that the crime was not premeditated, the maximum sentence would be 15 years. There was also a movement by an animal rights group which intended to try him for Roxy's death. In 2022, his trial began and in May, the Athens court sentenced Barbis to life imprisonment. For trying to corrupt the course of the investigation, and the death of the couple's dog, Roxy, he got an extra 11 years and 6 months. In addition to the prison sentence, he had to pay a fine of 21,000 euros. 
This is another case of domestic violence which ended tragically. If the victim decides to stay with their tormentor, they are often judged negatively by society. But when they want to get out, or in some cases run away, worse can happen. In the end, this woman was the only one harmed, when her only intention from the beginning was just to be happy. Hey, você se interessa por crimes reais, serial killers, coisas macabras e tem um senso de humor um tanto quanto sórdido? Se sim, você não está sozinho. Se você precisa de um lugar recheado de pessoas como você, venha conhecer o podcast Pátria Amada Criminal. Todas as semanas tentamos entender o pior da humanidade. Nesse processo a gente ri, chora, fica brava, fofoca, porque afinal de contas é assim que a gente fala quando está entre amigos. Suas novas melhores amigas trevosas estão aqui no Pátria Amada Criminal. 